0: Perfect timing. This is UCC 98.3 FM broadcasting live from University College in Cork. This is Dig Deep Radio. Today is Tuesday the 16th of November 2021 and my name is Dara and you're very welcome along to the show. It's just gone one o'clock and we are here until two o'clock today. Going to kick off the show with an old track from Fonda Ray. This is a track of hers called Living in Ecstasy. Yeah, so this is Dig Deep Radio, and we are here until 2 o'clock. Joining us today at 20 past 1, we have a good lineup today. We have the president of Young Finnegale, who's going to be ringing in um, at 20 past 1. And joined in studio, we all will have the president of Ogre Sinn Fein, and they're going to discuss what Usheen noticed on the 11th of November that the Union flag was flying here in uh, the college. Next to the tricolour. Feel,
1: to
0: we'll get the guys' opinions on that. If you've got any opinions on the matter, if you want to send me an email, digdeepucc at gmail.com. I've never actually talked to a uh, young Finnegale here on the the radio show, so it will be great to have them on board, and hopefully there will be p- a few questions. Hey, coming out of New York on the Wave record label I think um, Francois Carvoke and Francois Caves behind that label that's from about 1996 a bit of a classic down here in Cork around the time of Sir Henry's and stuff I believe I've heard it on a few mixtapes from Greg and Shane that is Fonda Ray and Living in Ecstasy I have that on 12 uh, Inch Myself at home it's a lovely cover of her it's sort of like a green label The cover. Beautiful stuff indeed, Fonda Ray. beautiful and dreamy again that is van der Rey living in ecstasy on the francois k label wave up next we've got a, an old dublin classic this is thk and a track of theirs called france Haven't heard that track in about 10 years. Just came into my mind there, that is THK Fran, A big floor filler in the clubs of Dublin, back in the 90s. And the conventions, if you were that way inclined. Tuesday afternoon, broadcasting live from University College in Cork on the campus. This is Dig Deep Radio, 98.3 FM on the stereo and Worldwide on the Web. We do it here each Tuesday, 1 until 2 o'clock. Some lunchtime grooves and some chats every week. Big thanks to Andrew from um, the Connolly Youth Movement who was here last week. I'm going to upload that uh, show from last week up to Spotify very soon. And again, joining us today at 20 past one, we have Ogre Sinn Fein and uh, Young Finnegale coming in to talk about the Union flag flying in UCC last week, what their opinion is on us. an old favourite of mine, that is a track by Round One, and a track is called I'm Your Brother. Again, made, made very famous, I think, by a Charles Webster mix. I forget what it was called, but it was Amazing. So just a reminder, at twenty past one, we're going to be joined on the line by the president of uh, Young Finnegale His name is Art, and I'm joined in the studio with Ushin, who's going to uh, he's here from Ogre Sinn Féin. and they're going to talk about the erecting of the Union flag here last week in UCC. So that's coming along very very shortly. That, okay, that is the sound of Saint-Germain on a track of uh, his called So Fluce It came from an album, was the album called Tourist or Tourism? Tourist, I think. From about 15 years ago, I'd say. So we are joined in studio by usheen from Ogre Sinn Féin. Oisin, you're very welcome along. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, thanks a million for coming. And hopefully on the line here we have Art. Art, can you hear us Okay. I can indeed. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you perfect, Art. Thanks a million for really? it, for dropping in. So, just to set the scene for you here now, Art, joining the studio here, I have Usheen Oshia Khan. That's it. From Ogre Sinn Fein. And I, 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 unfortunately, I, I did name you the president of Ogre Sinn no. Fein. So, apologies <laughs> about that to whoever the president is. Okay. And I'm joined also here by Art, who's calling in from Zoom from Dublin. And Art, I believe, is the president of uh, Young Finnegale. Is that correct, Art?
2: I am indeed. I'm actually calling in from Kerry. Thankfully, I'm remote working, so uh, by the grace of God, I'm in Munster still. <laughs> and I know she's president. I know O'Sean's president. He's, he's he's a lovely chap.
0: Okay, perfect. So we're here. I, I noticed on Twitter there last week. Okay, O'Shane, you put up a tweet, and I got it got huge coverage. And I must say, it's very observant of you. I, I didn't notice it myself here in the college. But on top of uh, down in the quad, there, the Union flag was flying. Yeah, and, yeah and, I mean, and you posted it on Twitter, and, and what was the response like?
3: Well, I, I suppose my initial response, someone texted me and said that the Union flag was flying, and I thought it was a joke, so I went down to have a look, and I, I could see the, the tricolour flying, which, you know, it, it doesn't always fly, and so I was thinking, oh, isn't this great, we have the national flag um, flying, but then I went, I suppose, down towards the library a bit, and I could see the Union flag flying, so first it was just a surprise. Um, I was wondering, you know, what the reasoning for it was, and then... Um, I I I brought it to social media. Just I suppose, firstly, out of genuine curiosity, why was the Union flag flying? And then I learned that it was because the British ambassador was visiting the university. And look. Any, you know, the the British ambassador can visit the university. And I think he was talking about COP26 um, and that's all fine. But flying the Union flag um, over, uh, especially, I think, a university in Cork, um, I I think it was a strange decision, which was certainly offensive. um, And I think it was the wrong decision on behalf of the university.
0: Okay, And did you get any response from the university?
3: well we contacted the the president's office and i have to say they were they were very receptive they heard um i suppose what we had to say about it in our complaints so hopefully that 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 got to the president
2: okay and art what's your own opinion on it yeah i think it's it's an interesting uh point that's being made Uh, to be honest over the last few weeks i think there's been more than a few strange and offensive uh things that have gone on in ucc not least the comments from the the faculty in relation to uh, the cost of university I have to say on, on the spectrum of those things, I would not be placing the, um, uh, concern over the Union Jack being flown at the very, very top, simply I suppose to do with the fact that there, there does seem to be some rationale uh, behind the decision that, uh, the ambassador had visited. I think it was of an ordinary day most, most, uh, uh people on, on the campus probably would raise uh, a few eyebrows and, uh. Uh, that's that's perfectly understandable but i i must say um i think there has been probably an attempt to make a bigger issue of this than it actually is that now that is not to say that um we shouldn't be aspirational and constructive in our conversations around i suppose the broader question uh about a united ireland and about an accommodating um equal united ireland um but i think we probably will move on to that in a minute so i won't it jump the gun
3: well look um, I don't. I don't think anyone's saying that. That. Uh, the, the flying of the flag can be compared uh, to, to the comments that were made about the, the price of the university and obviously in this country students are, are, are made to pay university fees because of the, the type of government we've been used to in this state for uh, 100 years but look I, I'm not terribly surprised um, to, to hear Art say that I suppose um, that it was acceptable or, or normal to see the union flag flying I don't as I said I don't have a problem uh, with the ambassador for Britain visiting the university and to be honest I, w- I wouldn't have a problem with, with other flags flying um, the problem is uh, that there there is a time and i th- i actually look forward to this time and it might surprise people to to, uh, to hear me say this i look forward to a time where we can flag fly the flag of our of our neighboring country um in in Cork and in ireland but i don't think that time has come you know britain um We still have a long way to go on the road to reconciliation. Apologies, uh, I think, is the first thing we need uh, for for the wars they've waged in this country and the victims of British state violence that are still campaigning for justice. If you look at the moment in Westminster, they're trying to propose amnesties uh, for the British soldiers um, who committed those crimes. And as we all know, Britain still claims sovereignty um, in, in a part of this country. And I, I think, until, you know, in accordance with the unity referendums as they're set out in the Good Friday Agreement, um, and until we have a return to a national democracy in Ireland, and I know Art uh, aspires to that as well, then I don't think it's appropriate uh, to, to, to fly the Union flag here.
0: Okay, so, so just not yet. And I suppose, and you made an interesting point there, especially in Cork, you know, you think of Terence McSween, you think of the burning of Cork. You know, I suppose some people are still a little bit raw about that. Art, what do you think?
2: Absolutely. and uh, I mean, that's that's perfectly understandable. I'm a proud Irish Republican myself. My I have ancestors who, who fought for the independence of the state, and, and I uh, agree with Oisín that I think our aspiration should be to, to complete the, the sovereignty of the island of Ireland. Uh, what I would say, uh, though, is I think that there the point is devoid of nuance to an extent in that I I, I firmly believe on the road to that uh, place of aspiration, the, the unification of the island of Ireland, things have to be done that aren't necessarily the most comfortable. Um, and the truth is that there will have to be more than a few generous compromises on that road, considerably more uh, generous than flying a flag on the quad for a day that we all are going to have to have um, in order to to, to bring about, um, I suppose, the the kind of united ireland that we're seeking an ireland that is united beyond just territorially but is united in spirit um and i i completely agree i i i firmly hope that we can arrive in a place where um our next-door neighbor the uk and ireland have warmer relations than we do at present and i think there's very very legitimate reasons to be frustrated about that issue at the moment The point was raised about um, the issue of amnesties being uh, waived in the north North of Ireland. I I firmly believe that there should be no amnesty for any murder committed on either side in Northern Ireland. Um, Moreover, I think the the point around kind of intentional frustrations of the peace process by the UK government, they're all very, very valid. But the truth is, and the one thing that I suppose the, the peace process taught us all is that in order to achieve reconciliation in order to achieve resolution you have other people in the room And, and to that end I think it's it's a constructive thing to have the ambassador visiting Cork
3: of course, and I'll say to that. Like on one point, you said that, um, like, and we have all of ancestors, you know, who who fought during different periods um, in Irish history. None of them fought for the independence of this state. You know, they fought for the independence of Ireland. I'll say that in terms of reaching out to unionists, of course, um, a united Ireland. Look, look at the the tricolor of green, white, and orange. It's about peace and unity between our two traditions. Um, and it's it's easy for for you know regional parties like Fine Gael that don't run in the whole country to talk about working with unionists when we actually do it every day of the week um, in Stormont. More than any other party, Sinn Féin have stretched ourselves um, to be accommodating uh, to to Unionist brothers and sisters. Um, For example, Michelle O'Neill on several occasions has attended attended Remembrance Sunday uh, events and so on. So so we're willing to walk the walk as well as talk the talk on this. Um, But I will say that the the, the the barrier to reconciliation in Ireland, the biggest cause of division in this country is partition. Uh, and while Britain uh, maintains its sovereignty in this country, I don't think um, that flying their flag, flying the flag that prevents the ultimate reconciliation um, in this country is, is, is a wise idea.
0: Yeah, interesting there. Um, Art, do you mind if I ask you? Are, are you an ex-student of UCC yourself, or a current current I, student?
2: I, I, I am. I'm. I'm um, I, I must say, I'm. I, I'm seeing snaps over the last few weeks of people back in the new bar, and I'm, I'm very envious. Uh, I, I've been a student <laughs> of UCC from from 2017 till back in May, so I'm, I'm not too long out
0: of the place. Okay, uh, and it's great to have you here um, Art, uh, and do you mind, uh, I've, I've never actually spoken to someone from from Fine Gael or, or, or young Fine Gael here on the radio, I just I haven't gotten around to it, so I'm really grateful that that you've come on board here to talk, because yeah. I've given lots of the other political parties a chance to come on board and talk, and c- can I just ask, how do you think Fine Gael are faring at the moment with the students?
2: And um, t- t- to be honest, I suppose I, th- I think you would be foolish to to dismiss uh, recent opinion polls. I think the the latest opinion poll had placed Sinn Fein on thirty nine percent and Fine Gael on twenty one. And among under thirty five voters, I think that's even more uh, dis- disheartening uh, as a Fine Gael supporter. So I mean, there's you're probably well used to prospective politicians coming on and and tossing out the usual party line. I I, I know I, I'm happy to defend substantive. Policy decisions, um, among others, but I, I I think it's it's quite apparent that um, m- messages aren't getting across, but also that there is a number of very very legitimate concerns uh, on the part of students. Um, and I think that Fine Gael in government, um, and I would say that as president, Young Fine Gael, it is our position that we should not be in government. Um, in, in, as a result of the last general election, um, has a long way to go. Now I think there are a lot of aspirational parts of the. Um, housing for All document, which has been launched by the government in the last few months, and I, I really hope that uh, that we can see changes on that. And, and I, but I, 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 firmly believe that um, students um, can quite rightly be frustrated with elements of government policy over the past few months.
0: Yeah, and, and w- like, w- would you would you put, put the blame on Finnafall for this? I mean, there's nowhere to live, Art. You know, I mean, there's students down here. I, I know you're in Kerry now, but there's a real like. There's frustration here within the college. You know, there's food banks running on on empty. There's there's nowhere for students to live. Some people have had to defer. And I suppose this would be under under Finnegill and Finnafalls. Watch would it not?
2: I, I I think I think your point on accommodation is is completely fair. I've, over my four years in college, I lived in more than a few questionable places where I was tossing mice out the out the windows or the or not out the front window. I, I assure you, out the garden window. Um, but and um, I, I I I think it would be it would be arrogant of me to come on and say that this government's legacy on student accommodation is strong. But what I would say is from, from in terms of um from a resolution point of view, um housing there 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 is an, an awful lot of airtime rightly given to the conversation of housing, what doesn't seem to be happening is people putting their money where their mouths are and actually voting for that housing. Um I, I, I can see, for instance, and this isn't in reference to Fein, but uh, and another pretty prominent, um, outspoken uh, left-wing politician in the country, Richard Boyd Barrett, is opposing one of the biggest uh, constructions of student housing um, in Dublin at the moment on the basis that it doesn't necessarily fit the character of the community. I think that's outrageous. Um, I, I think from a college perspective, um, we need to we need to get serious on this. I think UCC has serious answers to question or serious questions to answer, given the, the increased uptake of of, uh, of the number of students or the increased intake of the number of students without any correlation uh, on the increase of the housing stock. Um, so I think there are genuine frustrations uh, on that front, and I, I would be the first to, to, to say that and, and say that I firmly believe in speaking truth to power and letting that be known.
0: Yeah, uh, I, for me personally now, uh, like I'm not involved in politics myself, but like it beggars belief from me how, how a student, like like I saw it here with the, uh, the Fine Gael, that the, the, they had a stall out. And I was there wondering, like, how how could people possibly vote for Fine Gael or Fianna Fáil? And that's just my opinion. What have you got to say well, yourself, look, I, you? I
3: I agree, actually, with most of what Art um, had to say there. I share his belief that Fine Gael shouldn't be in government. Um, but I think, you know, for Fine Gael to ask for votes and to look for votes from students um, while they've failed to deliver homes, failed to do anything substantive, you know, on, on the climate issue, where where students uh, and young people still have to deal uh, with low pay. 18 or 19 year olds aren't even entitled to the minimum wage. Um, I'm one of them myself. Um, and, and while you've failed to, to, to I suppose, uh, walk the walk as I've said on the National Reunification Project um, I don't think Fine Gael can expect uh, the, the support of students I think Sinn Féin has not only identified the problems that face not just young people but all people across Ireland but we've identified the solutions and more and more when people listen to Owen O'Brien and David Cullernan Louise O'Reilly Pierce Doherty Michelle O'Neill Connor Murphy Mary Lou the rest of them we um, uh, they know that th- this is the government in waiting, um, that Sinn Féin can enter government, we want to enter government um, and the next election will be the biggest opportunity um, in the history of this state and I I think it's a privilege not only as a Sinn Féin member but as, as a young person that we're going to see um, the first progressive government that this state has seen. Have
0: you any comments on that Art? Do you think Sinn Féin are going to be in the next government?
2: Yeah, yeah, well, look, I mean, there, there are a couple of points uh, that were made uh, there, I, I guess, in, in um, by Oisin. Um, the, the substantive uh, point was originally, I suppose, about younger people supporting government parties, I suppose, in particular, in this case, Fine Gael. There are a few things I would say, and I, I think while it's important, we've identified a number of key issues in the country. Um, one thing that is often overlooked is... Um, is the fact that wealth and spending in the economy um by government itself uh, can only happen uh, once it's generated to begin and one thing i would say to students uh, quite clearly is that Sinn Féin's record in government in Northern Ireland illustrates that in terms of create job creation right across a whole spectrum of different sectors uh, is is non-existent and in fact uh we don't really need to hypothesise about Sinn Féin in government because Sinn Féin had been in government, a part of this island, for a considerable period of time. Um, now, um, m- more to your point on will Sinn Féin lead the next government, I firmly believe they will. Uh, I personally believe that, uh, based on the result of the last general election, that Fianna Fáil and Sinn Féin probably should have formed a coalition themselves. Um, I firmly believe that we found out in government. Um, and I think, from a party perspective, um, given the mishmash of different priorities that these three parties have at the moment in government, um, it's not a wise place for Fine Gael to be. Um, and now we're taking ownership of policy errors being made by ministers from other parties whom we would neither share priorities or agree with uh, the way in which they've gone about them.
0: Okay, that, that's interesting, Art. I, I I just can't help but feel a little bit of sense of disunity. You're sort of saying Fine Gael shouldn't be in power and, and they should have just let Sinn Féin... Is that not sort of like passing the book, saying, look, we're in it, but we really don't want to be in it? Is that, is that what you're trying to say here?
2: No, no not, not at all. I think you seek a mandate to govern. Um, we secured an enormous mandate in 2011 to govern. We Nobody, I suppose, in 2016 won a clear, uh, outright um, win uh, to, to, to govern the country, and we had... Um, uh, a system in place that probably lasted for a lot longer than people thought between 2016 and 2020. But the simple truth is Finaigel sought a mandate in 2020 and didn't secure a mandate to be in government. Um, and um, while it's clear that, and I think there there is often an attempt to, to take ownership of this narrative and say that Sinn Féin ran more candidates, they would have won an overall majority, they probably would have won an extra seven or eight seats or whatever. But regardless, we still would have had a coalition. I just firmly believe that if you don't, if you return to government without a mandate, it doesn't work. Uh, Fine Gael could lose another 10 seats in the next general election, should it return to government again? I personally don't think so. I think what needs to be acknowledged is that there was an appetite to um, put in place a, a, um, a government with a different philosophy. Um, last year, I think that should have been um, fulfilled rather than government parties attempting to, to change their own philosophy to, to, to see where the voter is at, um, and, but most importantly, hold that to account. I, I firmly believe that um some of the uh that an awful lot of the, the suggestions being proposed by opposition simply won't work in government and in order for Fine Gael to i guess regain its reputation with not alone its core voter but actually the peripheral voter who is a bit undecided i think you need to um you need to hold opposition to account and it, it, the recent opinion polls were entirely predictable um if you form a coalition um, against uh the, the consent or mandate of the public that it doesn't end well
0: Look. Okay, Art, I'm just going to let Oshin come in there for a moment, okay? We're going to finish this up at a quarter to you, so you just hang on there now. Yeah, Oshin, go ahead.
3: I, I'm kind of surprised to hear um, how much Art doesn't want Fine Gael to be in government. You know, I, I I agree with him on that point, but, um, you know, the, I think one of the differences is in Sinn Féin, we, we want to be in government because we have a vision for, for this country and we want to see it implemented. Just when it comes, like, and and Fine Gael, you know, it's time to take ownership of, of the disastrous uh, three years, ten years it's been uh, for, for Fine Gael in government. And the issue of the North you know, again, it's a bit rich. A party that's abstained from the North and abandoned Northern Nationalists for a hundred years to be talking about. Uh, what are we doing government up there? It's important to remember we're in a five-party coalition with one of the most right-wing reactionary parties, probably in Western Europe. Uh, Westminster has its hands around the neck uh, of, of the Finance Minister and of the, the economy in the North. They're only given a certain amount of money each year. But despite all of that Sinn Féin, um, who holds the, the Housing Ministry, uh, or the Communities Ministry with dear um has undertaken one of the most extensive house-building programmes uh, seen in this state and, and across Western Europe, um, despite all those challenges that are faced. So if we can do that in the north of this country with all those challenges, we can do it in the south with a progressive Sinn Féin-led government.
0: Okay, and that's that's really interesting. Now, Art, Art if I can just, just ask you there, Art, okay, I did a little bit of research, okay, just, just before this on, on Young Fine Gael, and I came across a... Uh, an article that Elaine Lock Lough- Elaine Lockland wrote in, in the Examiner, and it says Young Fine Gael is male, stale, and increasingly right wing. I- is is that the truth?
2: No, that's a, 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 a total and utter um, lie. A, a demolition job, I would say, of sorts, based on um, based on misinformation without without any attempt to, to uh, conduct any proper research. I think there is a number of claims made in that article um, that that clearly show that clearly showed um, either expressed bias or it's a failure to, to look into anything that YFG has campaigned for in the last few months or few years. Um, but getting back to, um, I suppose, two points that were raised um, by Oisin, one is in relation to Northern Ireland and the other is in relation to my desire to see Fine Gael in government or lack thereof, I think what was suggested, I would say, of course, I have a desire for Fine Gael to be in government, but what I don't want to see, and I've no doubt that this is a view that Sinn Fein probably share in their in their own right if they were in a similar situation, is that being in government without having the, the power to influence that government um is is not worth your time. Um in fact, if anything, it discredits you among your voters um and is. it, it, it from a medium to long-term perspective, just results in losing more seats and losing more influence. Um, I certainly want to see Fine Gael lead the next government with a mandate to do so. Um, I firmly believe we won't lead the next government or get a mandate to do that based on the, um, I suppose, the mishmash of priorities of the current government, which I believe we were wrong to enter into. And the second point, and I know we're tr- we'll finish up here in a few minutes, but the second point was I think a claim that Fine Gael have a newfound interest in Northern Ireland. I, I would say. Yesterday marked the 36th anniversary of a Fine Gael-led government securing consultative legal status in the constitutional affairs of the north, something that hadn't been um, in place prior to that. uh, Despite incredibly destructive attempts to to undermine that whole negotiation, that paved the way for peace in in this country. Um, We're talking about an awful lot of the frustrations between Anglo-Irish relations of late. A lot of that is to do with the UK's decision to withdraw from the European Union. It was a Fine Gael-led government that not alone secured uh, full unanimity from the European Union to ensure that the constitutional status of the island of Ireland wouldn't be compromised, or the peace of, on this island wouldn't be compromised. We have put in place uh, a legal framework that guarantees an all-island economy and does act as a catalyst and a game changer for the conversation we have about this country. And it's something I'm incredibly proud of. And I think um, if we've been able to do that without having seats in Northern Ireland, um, I, have, I have no doubt that we can do a hell of a lot more um, when we actually can lead a government uh, for all 32 counties. Okay,
0: uh, and just as a non-looker here, if I was a member of Fine Gael, which I'm not, I'd really be questioning the leadership. I mean, Leo Wracker's is under criminal investigation. Simon Coveney, jobs for the boys. Where does it end art?
2: Well, to be fair, I think... Um uh, um, I I think it would be rich of an awful lot of opposition parties to try try to make claim uh, of the tarnished as being a criminal, given some of the. No, excuse me. Are me I never
0: I never said he was a criminal. He's under criminal investigation.
2: Wait, I, but the, the, sorry, the question more specifically was what disillusionment with, at, at the at the leadership of Fine Gael in its current form.
4: Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I,
2: I, but look i mean it's 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 um, as as an onlooker i think look it's it's an interesting observation i think the, the party has had a difficult few months what i would say is that um for a party with 34 seats in the all and um, if you look at some of the young talent that 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 is spread right throughout both the the cabinet junior ministries and and the backbenches that i would say by comparison to a pretty underwhelming uh, crop of people in Fianna Fáil and other political parties that the future is quite bright. You look at the Minister for Justice, Helen McEntee, at the moment, who's just back in return. I think she's a fantastically progressive and articulate young female politician who's an inspiration to a lot of young women who hope to get into politics. Um, I think that um, both uh, Minister Harris, Minister Coveney, um, the, the Minister for Finance. There's, there's 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 a real real express talent there. Yeah, um, uh, uh,
0: There's a talent in, in Mr. Coveney. Okay, so some might argue with that art, uh, just with his uh, the way he went on with, with ministers. The poem, but Oisin, you've got your hand up there.
3: <laughs> You're all right. If we're talking about Helen McEntee, she's a, a Justice Minister who's presiding over uh, the brutal direct provision uh, system in this country. Minister Harris presided over the health services and he's one of the many ministers who's responsible for the the current crisis in our health service, Minister Coveney. You know, we don't have to talk about Minister Coveney and, and his record with uh, cosy club politics. Um, look, I, I just have to... Um, comment on a point that Art was making there. Uh, He seemed to say that it was um, hypocritical of Sinn Féin to talk about uh uh, I suppose, criminal investigations in the government. Look, you and or your party, I mean, and the, the establishment have tried to criminalise our movement before. You failed before and you'll fail now. Um, just Again, on the issue of Fine Gael and government, the very problem with this government isn't that Fine Gael doesn't have enough influence. It's that Fine Gael has too much influence. Its fingerprints are all over the housing policy and health policy. And the reason that we still have private um, uh, healthcare in, in this country, and on the issue of Brexit, it was Sinn Féin MPs, MEPs, Chachtí Dála um, in London, Brussels, Washington, uh, Dublin, all over, who who came up with the 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 I suppose the interim solution to Brexit. We all know the the ultimate solution is Irish unity. The interim solution is the protocol uh, through special status. And though we abstain from Westminster, the seven Sinn Féin MPs had more influence over those um, Brexit years than than uh, the. Uh, Irish politicians that choose to ah, sit. come in on, East come East. on, no, Oisin, That's and a, choose to a bare-faced lie. faith in Westminster. And Finnegale calls on us to, to 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 sit in Westminster, the very part, the very Parliament um, that's dragged the North of this country out of the European Union against their will.
2: Okay, come in, on, no, interesting. Oisin, you I, 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 a young Finnegale sat down and met with Michel Barnier, met with Manfred Weber. We meet with um, our sister parties in Europe who govern in Europe right throughout this process. I think everybody can remember the moment uh, in the north of England where we saw a breakthrough on, on the, um, the reinvention of the backstop, which became the Northern Ireland Protocol, to suggest that Sinn Fein, who um, in the parliaments that they bothered to turn up to, had more influence over the, um, the construction of that uh, legal framework as for the birds.
3: We bothered to turn up to Irish parliaments, uh, parliaments that have a mandate uh, to rule in this country. Look, Brexit was something that the Dáil, you know, uh, agreed on to to a great extent. Um, but if you if you look back at the history of it, special status for the north of Ireland um, was what we proposed, and we're glad that Fine Gael came on board with the idea. Um, and where we we are, where we are today, we hope now that Fine Gael will um, look. Varadkar has come out with interesting comments in recent times. So have Young Fine Gael in fairness, to him, Um So we hope now that she'll that she'll keep on going to the natural conclusion of the disaster that has been Brexit, and that's uh, a unity referendum north and south.
0: Yeah, very, very interesting. Now, Art, before I let you go, um, have you any comment on the... I just noticed what's going on with the Kilkenny-Young Fine Gael.
2: Sorry, you'll have to um, elaborate a little bit further on that one.
0: Okay, it's just... They called, I believe, from what I can see on social media, Kenny, um Young-Finnegal, they called on Leo Varadkar yesterday to resign, saying that he's under criminal investigation, he shouldn't be leader of the party. And now they have been closed by 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 the executive, just disbanded.
2: Yeah, no, I, just to, I suppose, to debunk that myth that has been given a hell of a lot more uh, um, oxygen than, than, it, than it warrants, Is that is just simply not true. Um, last week, um, last Friday evening, I received the resignation letters from the chair and secretary of uh, of the branch uh, in Kilkenny. I think, for for in both cases, I think they're both actually relocating. Um, an EGM was being held regardless. I think the, there has been an attempt to to obfuscate and, and uh and to make make two issues into one issue, which is just. Completely not the case, um, and there there is an EGM taking place. Okay, for it it's members.
0: just it's 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 really grown legs from what I can see, and you know, there was a lot of people ju- just just asking questions about it, just wondering is this the way that Finnegall or necessarily young Finnegale work? You know that if you disagree with with the powers that be, that 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 you're closed. I mean that that's just the impression I'm getting just as an onlooker reading it.
2: I think having had me on for the last twenty five minutes, if uh, if that was the case, then I would probably be out of the party. But um, I assure I assure you, we're a democratic organisation that's happy to have different views. Look, I I, I personally think that there has been an attempt both within by a number of people, but also probably could it suits a narrative to try to to convey this it's it's just not the case Um, there's an an EGM taking place if anybody's listening who's from Kilkenny who might want to get involved feel free to contact me or
3: feel free to get involved thanks for having me
0: Oisin closing words there
2: Oisin?
3: Yeah, look, Young Finnegan know their own business best. They obviously, you know, have no control over the organisation, no clear line of communication. I think the culture of Young Finnegan, you mentioned it there, um, is something to be questioned. I'm very proud to be a member of Ogre Fane where a majority of our and Toega elected at this year's Cogol are women, where we have great activists across the 32 counties um, of Ireland, and we're committed to a progressive, new and united Ireland.
0: That's great, Oisin. So, Art, I want to thank you for coming on board. I only got in touch with you last night, and maybe sometime in the future, you can, you can come on yourself, and we can have a discussion.
3: And can I just say as much uh, disagreements as, as we have between our two youth wings, we obviously agree um, on, on, on the issue of advancing the question of unity. So I hope uh, that we can uh, work together and talk together again in the future.
2: Okay, thank you, Art. No bother. We might advance this conversation in Sissy Young's or someplace at, some point <laughs> right. at a later date. Yeah, yeah.
0: Thanks, thanks, to, thanks, William Art. Thanks, O'Shane, for that. That was Ogre Fane and uh, Young Young, young on talking about the Union flag in Cork and various other things. Here's some more music from uh, St. Germain and Rosé Rouge. So from that album uh Tourist I want you to get together that is I
4: want you to get together
0: that is Saint Germain
5: I want you to
0: get with you the lyrics of uh, Marlena Shaw together.
4: You to get
5: together,
0: I want you to get together. I want you to get together. So, a big thank you to Usheen from Ogre Sinn Féin and to Art from the Young Finnegale for coming here today and talking. Get I want you to
4: get
0: together. I'm going to leave you something a little bit more laid back. This is The Sound of the Pogues and A Rainy Night in Soho. This is Dig Deep Radio broadcasting live from UCC. My name is Dara and I'll be back next Tuesday at one o'clock. Thanks for listening.
6: I've been loving you a long time. Down all the years, down all the days And I've cried for all your troubles Smile at your funny little ways We watched our friends grow up together And we saw them as they fell Some of them fell into heaven Some of them fell into hell I took shelter from a shower